We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm here on San Francisco's Embarcadero. Now, this weekend, it's going to be a madhouse down here because it's Fleet Week. But if you're a commuter, especially back in the office... It's like traffic has returned to pre-pandemic levels, and that's because it almost has. From KCBS Radio, this is Bay Current, keeping you current on what everyone's talking about. For Tuesday, October 5th, I'm Matt Pittman. Yesterday, my KCBS Radio colleague Matt Bigler spent part of the morning chatting with commuters. Pre-pandemic, yeah, it's almost back to how it was. Jessica says her afternoon commute is actually worse than B.C. before COVID. Slow motion, a lot more accidents. The morning, not as bad for my morning commute, but the afternoon definitely is more jam-packed. Hey, Matt, so I kind of had to chuckle a little bit this morning when I hear that you're reporting from basically you know the bay bridge and i'm like you know what that is just the luck of a hard scrabble radio reporter you're up super duper early and you'd think one of the benefits would be you don't have to deal with traffic and instead you're literally out there assigned to go sit in traffic for the day (laughs) how'd that work out (laughs) Uh, it was great i mean uh i was just off the bay bridge to be honest with you at a gas station where it's really easy to talk to people so it's just before the bay bridge where you have a captive audience at a gas station. And believe me, this is one of the easiest stories to get people's opinion on. Can I ask you about traffic? Oh, sure. I love to share about traffic. So it sounds like it's more a factor of, you know, we're not back to, quote, normal of, you know, people going to the office and doing their pre-pandemic routine, but that's it. Routines have completely changed for people. Right. So let's talk about the numbers. Uh, The Bay Bridge and the Richmond-San Rafael Bridge are at 90% of the pre-pandemic capacity. So they're almost back to what we would consider normal. The big caveat are the other two big bridges, the um, Dumbarton Bridge and the San Mateo Bridge. Those two bridges are only about 75, 70, 75%. So that's a big, that's still a big difference. And here we are sort of getting used to a new normal. And the reason is Silicon Valley has not returned fully to in-person work. The major employers there, Facebook, Google, Apple, and others, uh, are keeping a lot of their employers remote. Employees, excuse me. And as a result, they're, they're not on the bridges. They're not driving to work from the East Bay over to the West Bay, over to the peninsula. And so those bridges are still pretty low volume in the mornings and low volume in the afternoon as well. Is there a trend that we can pick up on, like where traffic in the Bay Area is is going, like what it might look like? end of the year this you know six months from now in the spring or is it still kind of too early to know what 
trends might be ahead? The word that the Metropolitan Transportation Commission is using, and they're the source on this traffic, these traffic numbers, the word they're using is rebalancing. Right now, we're in a rebalancing of traffic. In other words, there are some people who are still driving, and that's at about 90% capacity for the bridges and for the other major freeways. And at the same time, some people are starting to decide, you know what, I'd rather not sit in that traffic. I am willing to go back to BART, buses, Caltrain, ACE train. You know, I I would rather uh, uh, not do this anymore because I never like to do it. And I'm okay with the risk involved in going to public transit. So slowly but surely, people are going back to public transit. Now, it hasn't rebounded the way traffic has. I mean, the public transit cratered shortly after the pandemic. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's it was, uh, I mean, BART went from full to almost nobody. And now we're maybe a quarter full. Uh, so slowly people are, are going back to transit. So I think what's what's going to happen, this is me speculating now, I think what will happen is as traffic volumes go up, they more people will go back to transit. And so you might actually see some of those traffic volumes come down a little bit as people decide, yeah, I, it's never fun to sit in traffic. Let's do transit instead. Matt Bigler, much appreciated. Thanks, Matt. Anytime I tell someone I work for KCBS Radio, first thing, guaranteed, hey, traffic on the 8s. Darn right, we do it better than anybody, because our anchors are the best. So I wanted to ask them about the patterns they've seen over the last few months, as we slowly returned back to whatever normal will look like in a post-pandemic world. You know, the voice, Victor Zaragoza, he's our traffic anchor, middays on KCBS Radio. So take me through, as we're looking at the map on one of your one, two, three, four, five monitors, my goodness, that you've got here at your workstation, what the commute looks like in the in the, the middays when you're on the air from what, like 10 to 2, right? Right. And how much has that changed even over the course of the last, say, four or five months? Well, it's changed quite a bit. I mean, especially since uh, some of the companies have been taking some of their uh, employees back into office, although we know a lot of employees are still remote. But uh, one thing I've noticed a lot, like let's just say the East Shore Freeway, usually it was uh, before pandemic was bumper to bumper, like early on from uh, the MacArthur Maze to let's just say uh, let's just say Golden Gate Fields. And as the people started getting back to work, you started noticing more and more traffic even early on, like say early afternoon in the 12 o'clock hour. It's pretty much solid between Emeryville through Berkeley, and it's not getting any lighter, especially if more and more people are coming back to work. Ms. Kim Vestal, who's working in the afternoons here on KCBS Radio, we were talking a little bit uh, earlier off mic about your commute, right? So yeah. you, go, you go to the South Bay. Tell me again just a little bit about how that's changed for you. When you get off the air at, what, 7 o'clock every night, and you head down uh, towards the South Bay, mm-hmm. I imagine, like you were telling me a minute ago, a lot of that Silicon Valley traffic hasn't returned. Has that mm-hmm. made it easier for you to get home in time for dinner? It absolutely has. In the pre-pandemic days, traffic was nuts in Silicon Valley. No one was working remotely, very few people were. By the time I got on this stretch here, I'm pointing to southbound 85, right. leaving Mount View, Sunnyvale, Cupertino, a lot of tech companies here. At 8 o'clock at night, southbound 85 would still be bumper to bumper. 8 mm. o'clock. So I would drive all the way down from San Francisco and then hit a traffic jam, and it was uh, not fun. And now it's wide open at 8 o'clock. It, it has not returned at all to pre-pandemic. Thanks to my colleagues Matt Bigler, Kim Wonderly, Victor Zaragoza, 
and Kim Vestal. And by the way, if you're not already, follow our traffic folks on Twitter at KCBS AM FM Traffic. They really are the best with the most relevant information when you need it. And thank you for listening. Follow Bay Current on Twitter at Bay Current. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman. Thanks for listening, and we'll chat with you tomorrow morning. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.